The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Hello. Hi. Okay, and it says it's recording, so that is good. One of the people from our neighborhood um, will be a little late. She's in the school pickup line. So she'll be here as shortly as he can. She can. One will not be here. That's why I had asked about recording. Um, Yeah, we we are recording it and hopefully I can locate the recording when we're done and it's in a place that I know and I'll be able to share it with you. Ask Nolan. Yeah, yeah, of course, Nolan will be able to help me, yeah. Well, we'll give it a few minutes and then we're gonna do some introductions um, and then uh, we'll go from there. Do you know if Commissioner Hess is joining us? Are we waiting for her as well? I believe so. She had indicated that this was an okay, okay. time. Yeah. I just didn't know how many people we were waiting for. So we'll give it a, a, another minute or two. And I sent out, I sent out reminders to the three people in that had responded to my email just today. So yeah. But not to run. And look, he's here. Yay. Yay. Looks like he's been doing some housework. I see a ladder in the background. You're doing some painting? Actually, actually, I still I keep that ladder here to make it look like I'm doing something. At the we've been working on the three bedrooms for the last year or so. And by the time you pick one color out it's time to repaint the first one. So you just start all over again. But I thought that was appropriate. It's been there for about six months. That's where we park it. You know, it's, yeah. it's in my room. So it's, it can be here. <laughs> A frequent reminder. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I don't paint though. <laughs> well, me neither. Painting was always my least favorite. It's awfully expensive father- to hire done though. My, my mm-hmm. father-in-law uh, was a painter in Chicago and he did a lot of the painting on North Lakeshore Drive um, and just really picky. And every time he'd be around, you know, I, there's no way in the world, I, I can't even open the paint can the right way for him. He was very particular, but he didn't use any tape. He, he could cut in without using any tape and it looked really good, but- That's brave. I've tried that before. Not with great results. Okay, well, um, do you, Marty, do you want to get started? Hi, Jean. 
Oh, there she is. Perfect. Yes. Yes, please. Let's okay. let's do because there's sure. I'm assuming there's a lot to go over. Yeah. So I think um, I think it's best. So hi everybody. Thanks first of all for coming. I know we've been talking about this for a little while. Um, so I appreciate um, everybody's attendance today. Um, I am pretty excited because uh, at the city we have um, a lot of new staff. Uh, that is fo that are focused on um, neighborhood planning issues, um, and so really they're going to be they're going to be taking the lead on this uh, and helping you move your plan forward. And I'm kind of the the convener as today, uh, and am here for any support. So I thought it would be best if we started today with some introductions, and um, and then I'll probably turn it over to our neighborhood activator. Um, and we'll start to talk about uh, moving uh, the Westwood plan forward. So um, I guess I'll start because I don't think I know everybody on the call. So again, I'm Christina Anderson and I am the city planner for Kalamazoo and have been for uh, like six years or so, five years or so. Um, and I, we'll have the city, city staff, why don't you go first and then we'll kind of turn to our Westwood friends. So Jay, would you like to start us off? Yeah, uh, I am Jay Slaby. I am the new neighborhood activator. Um, so I look forward to working with you all on the neighborhood plan for Westwood and kind of serving as that neighborhood liaison with the city and uh, your association. Welcome. I hope you love Kalamazoo. Thank you. Um, I can go next. My name is Nolan Bergstrom. I started attending these meetings with Katie Riley a uh, long time ago now um, as an intern and then as an AmeriCorps member. And then uh, I'm now full time with uh, the planning department since November. So I will be helping Jay with any neighborhood efforts she needs uh, when she needs me. And I'm helping Christina in public services with transportation. And I'm happy to be here. Glad to see there's momentum. Hi, I'm Zach. I am the new AmeriCorps intern for the city. And um, I'm glad to be here. I'll be working a lot with, um, with Jay. So if you see Jay, you'll probably see me. So Zach, are you in Kalamazoo or were you um, like Nolan in the great beyond for a while? No, this is actually my fifth year in Kalamazoo. I went to college here. And so now that's, you know, I sort of moved into AmeriCorps. Um, but I'm originally from the Lansing area. Commissioner Hass, do you want to kick off the neighborhood introductions? Sure. Hi, I'm Jean Hess. First of all, for this for these purposes, a Westwood resident. And then when I was elected to city commission in 2019, I realized that um, my neighborhood didn't have a plan. Um, and I, I started and it, the, it's, it's a long process. It's a difficult process. And because Kalamazoo or because Westwood is both township and city, they're, they're, those issues appear. So I think we're going to be unwinding a lot of things here and then knitting them back together. So I'm excited to see our plan and to get the plan going and to celebrate Westwood. Amen. I'll go. My name is Marty Nguyen. I live in the city part of Westwood and um, I got <clears throat> When we came here, um, I became quite passionate about the park that is right next to our home, Phrase Park, 11.2 acres. I love it. Um, I will advocate for it and maybe they'll spread my ashes under a tree someday to fertilize it. That's kind of the way I feel about it. But anyway, so because of my passion for the park, um, Jean kind of thought maybe I'd be a good fit for leading um, IK 2025 for the city of Kalamazoo Westwood. So that's kind of where I'm at. 
and I look forward to moving this along. It's, it's time. Angie, tag your it. I'm Angie Ponzini, and I am on the township uh, side of Westwood. Um, I have been with the Westwood uh, Neighborhood Association since 2018, and I work on the safety part of Westwood and the city. And um, let's see what else. I'm interested in that moving Westwood forward like you have been with the city side. I'm Ron Huster. Um, I'm responsible for anything that goes wrong in Westwood because they elected me president of the neighborhood association. So it is all my fault. I didn't do it, but it's still my fault. Anyway, um, I'm trying to help out. I do live in the township, uh, have a great love for the city of Kalamazoo. Uh, and uh, I think it's um, uh, in the future of all of Westwood, but um, that's neither there nor here. Uh, I'm also on uh, the other side working with uh, the uh, Township Planning Commission uh, on their master plan, which is an idea somewhat like the IK25, but not to that extent. So um, we're utilizing both. So I'm here. Thanks, Ron. And I'm glad to know that you're working with the township. Um, I think it's good to have you might be tapped as the permanent kind of go between uh, between between the the two pieces. So I think that's great to have those with that relationship. Um, so I appreciate that. So I am I'm I'm going to put myself on mute and I'm going to let Jay take over um, start to talk to you uh, about uh, how we move uh, how we move Westwood forward. Okay, great. Thank you, Christina. Uh, very nice meeting all of you. And I'm going to share my screen. So can everyone see it? There we go. Okay, yeah. so um, I believe the last presentation you had was in October um, by Dan. Um, so just to kind of get us all on the same page, we're going to go through timing priorities and next steps. So um, this is, you know, based on the email Christina sent out to you all around um, what those next steps would be and the timing around that. So um, kind of over the last month, you all, and, and maybe even earlier before that, you were tapping people throughout uh, the Westwood neighborhood to see if anyone's interested in serving on the steering committee. Sounds like you guys got some wonderful people here on the call that are ready to move this forward. Uh, and then we would meet together, uh, city staff and the neighborhood late April. So here we are late April meeting with the all uh, with each other. Uh, so the next big thing would be, we'll probably meet um, over the next few weeks once again, uh, and then start really planning out those outreach events between May and July. Those are gonna, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that at towards the end. But those will be kind of the meat of meat and potatoes of capturing um, feedback around the initial engagement that you all have done with the brainstorming around the priorities uh, and um, continuing to build the momentum and getting people really excited about the uh, the planning process. Then between July and August, we would be drafting that neighborhood plan. We would then review it, uh, have have you know community members and the neighborhood association take a good look at it between August and September, provide any feedback, um, incorporate that feedback. And then sometime uh, in the fall, uh, we would look to get um, approval by planning commission and city commission to move forward with um, adopting this neighborhood plan as part of our overall master plan for the city. Uh, you know, potentially, um, Ron, as you mentioned, you know, there's a township master plan. So maybe there's something with uh, working with the township to get them to adopt this as well. We can talk about that later. Uh, and, and that's pretty much now this is flexible, right? So sounds like you all want to move this along. Uh, and that this timing uh, might work for us, but if, you know, we do the outreach events this summer and we realize, you know, we want to break into subcommittees and they want to do more review and work, 
you know, we can push this back. Um, it does, you know, the planning commission and city commission don't have to uh, approve it in the fall. We could take it to, you know, the winter or the or, or next spring. Uh, it really comes down to what you all want to do as a steering committee um, and overall the sentiment of what the community is looking to do um, for this neighborhood plan. So again, this is where we're at. And this is where we're looking to go after today. Any questions around the timing? Does this feel good? It does with the um, understanding that we really want this to be something superb. We don't want it to be slapdash put together for the sake of completing it. It needs to be a quality product when we're done. Absolutely, right there with you support having quality plans. So um, again, really comes down to how we're feeling as we go through the process. And if we realize we need, you know, more time as we're developing the plan, um, you know, once we have the neighborhood association review it, and, you know, maybe at that time where we say, let's push back the approval um, from planning commission and city commission to a later date. Uh, so priorities, um, you know, based on the initial engagement, it sounds like uh, you guys want to focus on public space, community, safety, and connect and connectivity. These are some of the things that um, were shared by the community. Um, I did break it up for public space, kind of overall public space improvements or ideas, and then like specifically around parks, specifically Phrase Park, because there was a lot. Um, that people wanted to see improve within Phrase Park. Um, but I didn't want to lose sight that, you know, public spaces are more than just parks and Phrase Park. And there, there could be other ways to um, look at public spaces throughout the neighborhood uh, and, and do those kind of improvements people have mentioned. And then, um, you know, community sounds like a lot of kind of group activities and like meeting neighbors and, and, and um, kind of relationship building with your neighbors, family oriented events, safety, um, a lot of traffic calming, uh, but also, you know, just kind of pedestrian friendly um, and, and safety measures as well, like security cameras by bus stops, more lighting, connectivity. So again, this is very transportation heavy. Um, so, you know, fixing sidewalks, bus stop signs, you know, bike lanes, improving sidewalks, but there was also um, kind of thoughts around a broadband station. So we're thinking about connectivity in more than just the physical transportation sense. So do those, do those priorities still feel good? This is from October, right? So it's been um, a few months since since that has been reviewed. Um, do you think any bigger things have come up since then? And of course, you know, part of the outreach events we'll do during the summer is to help kind of distill this down in, and, and help us have some real defined goals. Uh, I can't, I don't recall, or I don't think I've seen anything on Facebook as far as, for Westwood Facebook, as far as comments and things like that go. So, um, you know, it all still looks good. I know there's going to be some road improvement on Northampton this year yet, correct, Jean? Yeah, I was going to say, um, the, the plan, I, I believe Northampton, Northampton's in the plan, Piccadilly's in the plan. And I did speak with Anthony Ladd, who um, Sage Street may also now be in the plan. But, you know, Christina, um, as we, uh, as we, repave these we have wide streets they're very wide streets and i'm wondering um, about any traffic calming especially along piccadilly there's no curbs there but um you know how can we calm the traffic as we repave um those streets it it could get to be a highway out here mm -hmm. so a couple things so uh one um Yes, public services this year in their capital improvements plan or CIP has you know streets that they're doing throughout the city. 
all of those things are finished. They're, they're finishing the bids for all of those projects. And so we'll have a very firm list for construction for this year. Soon, Nolan is working with our public services department to keep tabs on that list. So we know how, you know, what's going to be included and where, and, you know, so we can help with outreach. So that's, that's part one of that. Um, part two is, um, Yes, I, I think through the conversations that you're going to have this spring, uh, you know, some of the meetings that Jay's kind of started to talk about with public services president George Waring and Dennis Randolph, who are the two traffic, you know, key traffic um, engineering staff, you know, having them involved is going to be how you're going to think through your traffic calming work. Um, it's important, I, I think that's kind of the, the one of the biggest benefits with neighborhood planning, because a lot of your, a lot of, not your, but any neighborhood's things are kind of one-offs, right? Let's work on this park. Um, but streets are, it's all about a network, right? And so, you know, whatever you do to one street, you change a lever a little bit on one street, it's gonna change a lever on another street. So, you know, having these conversations and thinking about traffic calming um, and doing it with the whole neighborhood in the conversations this spring, you know, I think is really how you put yourself forward and put the streets even more on the radar. I know they already are on public services radar uh, for traffic calming. Thank you for that, Christina. And, you know, and I see under here under connectivity, work with Ashtamon Kalamazoo Townships on a plan for West Main, Drake and Nichols, like our, our big um, connectors. Um, and that's going to be important because mm -hmm. if you calm traffic on one, it's just going to dump over into the other. So people can just go faster. Yeah, this is kind of an exciting plan, right? Because it's township and city. So, you know, it might be that you have meetings where you have township transportation folks and city transportation folks all in the same room together. So everyone's hearing what everybody else is thinking. Um, so we have, you know, everything is collaborative. Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome. So really today we can start ironing out some um, more immediate next steps. So I just want to confirm for, for myself, um, you all have a steering committee now. And if you could share a little bit more about kind of the structure you've decided on, if um, you've decided on the way you're gonna report to the um, overall uh, neighborhood association, I mean, Clearly, Ron, uh, if you're on the steering committee, then maybe you're taking it back to uh, the regular meetings to share out. Um, I was also curious in how Westwood Neighborhood Association kind of shares information out to, um, to the full neighborhood. I know you have a website, wondering if there's like a, a newsletter that you mail out um, physically or over email. Um, and then talking about kind of how you work with the township sounds like, you know, Ron, you're in the township and then Angie, you also live in the township and seeing how you, the neighborhood association meets with uh, any township staff regularly like they do with city. Uh, and then wondering if you guys are looking to, um, I mean, you have the steering committee as a subcommittee of the neighborhood association. Um, are you looking to create smaller subcommittees within the steering committee to help move forward? Um, this plan, for example, would you have like a public space subcommittee, a connectivity subcommittee, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so if anyone wanted to share kind of how you guys are thinking about that right now. Well, I have done a lot of thinking about it. Um, currently there, there were three people that responded to our invitation to come. And I think ultimately I sent out I think 36 emails. Um, <laughs> my thought was that the subcommittees, each one of these, each of these three people would take one area to delve into and hopefully um, volunteer a couple of other people to help serve with them and uh, come up with ideas um, and how to get those out. And my impression for myself 
<clears throat> myself was that I would be available for those meetings, um, but not necessarily um, not necessarily a doer, but a listener with um, suggestions and then compile all that information and bring it back. But I have no real idea how the best way is for this to work. I am kind of learning a new skill set. So I'm up for suggestions. Okay, awesome. And I think maybe we kind of play it by ear while we're doing the outreach events during the summer. Um, you know, we might get a lot of volunteers out of that, um, which may help us see that, you know, larger subcommittees are needed um, or a different way to organize. But that sounds good. Um, and are you guys sharing information out via newsletter or another way, social media, or do you focus on just sharing updates on the website? Ron, do you want to speak to that? Well, um, what we have is we just started changing uh, our email. Um, we have an email list of, um, I think it's 392 people who don't want to be on Facebook. Uh, and then we have two Facebook pages uh, and the one that uh, you have to join, uh, that one is, is News Central for Westwood. As soon as uh, the police car goes by with the sirens blaring, it's on there. Uh, and then everybody else follows with it. And then we have a neighborhood association page also that we post information as well as our web page. Um, we um, have meetings, well, we thought we were gonna have them every other month, but it looks like we're gonna have to go back to every month. Uh, and that is not attended greatly, but we've got, there's, I get a lot of email back, people asking questions about different things. So I, I don't know, we don't have a newsletter. We don't have, the Neighborhood Association is poor. We don't have any money. Uh, we've never gone after money for dues or anything like that. Uh, might be something we'll have to look into as time goes by, uh, but um, we don't have any connection with that. Our biggest event of the year is the Westwood Neighborhood Yard Sale, which is in a month, and uh, we usually have 130 to 160 garage sales for that. Um, I do oversee or look over the a lot of the township meetings. Uh, we have a, a planner, township planner, who is regularly attends our meetings and gives us updates. Um, well, actually we have two. Uh, and uh, Angie has a lot of contact with the, the uh, township manager and the township uh, supervisor um, regularly. So uh, we're trying to get a lot of, a lot of that done. Um, it's, I, we're really at a loss. We don't know any other way to communicate to people other than going door to door and putting hang tags out or something. But according to the um, a, a, a survey or part of the census or something 10 or 11 years ago, it was only like 14% of the people in Westwood who claimed they didn't look at a computer regularly. So I don't know, um, open to suggestions on that too. Well, it sounds like you have a really active Facebook group. So we could probably leverage that um, and Good to know about the township planners who attend the um, neighborhood association meetings regularly. So, uh, thank you. Um, speak a little bit to what where are people here about the garage sale registration at least? Because um, I take I take um, I ask people when they register for their garage sales. Uh, so far this year, um, there's we have had fourteen percent respond from the next door app 21% from the Facebook group um, and that's a private group and then the Westwood Facebook page is 38% and then Jim has sponsors our sales and sends out a postcard a mailer and 16% have said that they learned about it from there um, 3% from a neighbor another 3% from a Westwood Neighborhood Association meeting. And then we also have a yard sale group and I have not advertised on there at all this year, but they also have 3% from there. 
Okay. Um, and I, I have a couple years back of data on that and it looks a little different from last year, but just kind of give an idea. Yeah, no, actually, thank you. I think that was super helpful. Um, and that it sounds like people are relying um, on a lot of the information getting sent through Facebook or ne next door, um, but at least online uh, versus kind of relying on their friends and families to share the news. So I think that's good to know as we move forward on the best ways to to promote our outreach events. So that would be the next step, right? So uh, we could do it in, in different ways, depending on how you feel residents um, in Westwood usually like to um, participate and attend different types of events. Sounds like the yard sale is pretty well attended. So maybe, you know, we do an event that's um, paired with the yard sale. Uh, I do know it sounds like that's coming up fairly soon. So we would have to do a lot of uh, planning right away to to make this work um, but if there are, are any other like summer events that happen in Westwood that you think um, are well attended we could think about those to pair um, with so we already kind of have a base of people coming out for that event and we meet them there to share more information and get them engaged um, around the planning so the biggest so thing is that, well. yeah we uh, just started doing Westwood walks, um, which is the, cool. the three o'clock on Sundays. Um, we're all meeting yes. at the fire station to walk um, a three mile walk around the neighborhood. Uh, the weather has not been super cooperative. And then we also had Easter. Um, yeah, we almost died yesterday <laughs> trying to walk. But I think the max we've had at 10 was about 30 or 35 um, and that was on the second week. The first week was freezing. Second week was pretty nice. Uh, third week was Easter. Then last week there was a monsoon. So or yesterday there was a monsoon. <laughs> we were luckily right by uh, Hope Reformed Church and took cover there, but it was pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, hopefully there's no more snow and hopefully right. there's not a monsoon again <laughs> yeah, next Sunday. Quite a bit of excitement around that. And so I think if anybody wanted to join us on that walk, um, I, I like I, I'd like I want to make sure my, my biggest goal with that is to make sure everybody feels welcome so I think I would discourage anyone from like promoting themselves or their religion or anything like that but otherwise like you know just talking and getting to know your neighbor I just I want it for um because it's I feel like we've been so isolated for the last few years um and I'd love to just have community built offline <laughs> I guess. And I think the walks could be an interesting way to talk about, to bring up the uh, neighborhood plan because you're kind of, you're navigating through that neighborhood, right? Um, yeah. As you're talking, as you're thinking about different places, um, you're right there on the ground. So that, that I think could be a cool idea. Um, so, and you said every Sunday at 3 p.m.? Every Sunday at three, April through October, I'm hoping this will just be a thing that will run itself at some point. We do have 12 yard signs. I'm looking for volunteers. If anyone wants to lives in Westwood and wants to let me know offline, uh, we're trying to rotate our signs around just so people don't get too used to them and we can maximize the money we spent on those 12 signs. Um, and there's a QR code on there so people can get all the details of the full route. And we, we've mapped it out too so that um, the if you want to join us along the route, if you don't want to walk mm -hmm. the three, full three miles, that's the hope that that will, um, that people can join us. And we do have people that join us um, on the township side of like my hillside and stuff, well, not quite hillside, but um, on that side, um, I haven't had anybody join us over on the other side of Nichols yet. But again, we're, this is all very new for us. And I'm excited that it's, the turnout has been so great already. So I think we definitely have some uh, has a future. So fingers crossed. Right. I want so, to thank you for that too. That's awesome. Well, thank you for so letting me use your yard. <laughs> we, we could look at it, um, in, in a few different ways. So we could think about scheduling like a big kickoff event to kind of spark that momentum, um, around the neighborhood, around, uh, moving forward with this neighborhood plan and really getting a lot of that feedback around these priority areas, um, seeing if people want to engage beyond just providing feedback and being more um, 
more of an active participant in, in volunteering around different events um, and activities for the neighborhood plan. Uh, or we could do it in uh, multiple events, right? So maybe we have three smaller events uh, where we kind of move around um, the different neighborhood to make it possibly more accessible to people. Um, you know, you just mentioned uh, around, you know, people may not necessarily be joining the walks across Nichols yet. And so maybe we're thinking intentionally of having an event in that area more um, and then having another event on the other side. What um, what are you guys thinking in terms of like kind of that first initiation um, saying here we are this summer, we're ready to get going? Um, we did, we kind of did that, uh, with, with Dan last year, we had a big kickoff thing in the park where we collected the information. I'm wondering if we replicate that or, um, if we do something associated before or after the Westwood walk, um, those are just two ideas that I, I would have. Later in the summer, but there's, a um, the fire station, uh, uh, ice cream social every summer oh, yeah. as well that could definitely we could definitely have a table there it's the last weekend of july always the last friday in july isn't it i'm pretty sure yes but i don't know if they're having it this year yet uh, i sent a request back in february and i have heard not heard back so uh, i guess i'll have to get a hold of don martin and find out if uh, if they're going to have it this year yeah because it never rains it never rains that weekend um, or that Friday. Um, mm -hmm. So I think wherever we are, uh, I, we don't we don't have to reinvent a wheel or have another event, but because like everybody comes out to that event, we could wherever we are, we could table, share information, get feedback um, during that event. And so that could be like something that's on our calendars already. Yeah, we've had in the past we've handed out flyers at the the. Uh, fire department's uh, ice cream social. They're a little touchy about that. They don't, the master gardeners have a table and we have a table and that's it. They don't want pushy people there. They're trying to keep the politicians out of there and everything else. But, uh, and, but like I said, I don't know if they're having it this year or not. I have not seen that yet. So I'll have to check. Um, a thought that I just had based on, on this conversation is, um, because we now have been um, gifted with a room at Westwood First Methodist Church and um, the parsonage is across Grace Park, somebody terrace. And uh, we chatted just a little bit about the association and IK 2025. And um, perhaps that is an opportunity and um, he verbalized that he's very much into building neighbors and good neighbors and neighborhoods. So if the fire department doesn't go along with that, perhaps Westwood First Methodist would. Um, you know, it, it's worth kind of thinking about that. Of course, it would then have to be, you know, the money would have to come from well, the, the um, IK2025 has money for stuff like that, don't they? I don't know. Uh, in terms of renting the space? No, I mean, um, getting a tent and buying ice cream. Mm. Uh, we do have a small uh, budget to help with promotions. Um, we could also maybe, so I'm working with the Stewart neighborhood right now on their plan, and we are planning a kickoff event to kind of reignite that momentum um, for May 14th. And they're reaching out to food trucks to see if food trucks want to come by for the event. So that might be an idea um, where we reach out to some food trucks um, if they're interested, depending on what we think the, you know, um, the estimated attendance would be. And then that will be a way where you don't necessarily have to uh, pay for food. So I think that Marty has a really good point on working with churches because several of our churches do those 
events this summer anyways. I know that Westwood Christian Reformed in the past has been up to three events in the summer. Sometimes they've used Phrase Park. Other times they've just used that big front property they have. Um, Hope Reformed does summer farmers markets um, three times a summer, I think. Um, the church off of Alamo, Presbyterian Church, they also um, do like a movie night, movie nights throughout the summer and like a cookout. So maybe just trying to see if we can't have a presence at those events. Um, I know that the Westwood Christian Reform events are usually very well attended. Yes. Um, and the Hope Reformed, it draws a crowd, but not a ton of people. And then the Presbyterian one, I'd say maybe there's 50 people there. Awesome. Is that something the Neighborhood Association could um, help with in terms of kind of getting that event calendar uh, put together on all the events that are um, being planned in the Westwood neighborhood for the summer? Well, as far as con contacting um, the churches, we did uh, do that, hit hit every congregation um, in Westwood City Township prior to our meet us at Phrase Park. And um, I think I only made it into one church. <laughs> I don't know if I look that scary or what, but they didn't seem to want to chat or there was nobody, nobody there. <clears throat> um, the other place that I did physically invite was, um, Oh, help. The old Croydon Avenue school. Um, Kay Risa. Um, and talked with somebody for quite a while and invited them to come because the children in Kay Risa use Phrase Park um, throughout the summer. And um, in, in case you aren't aware, Jay, they're um, uh, special needs kids. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, it is really cool to watch the K-Risa kids uh, interact with the neighborhood kids, um, gentle, smiling. They play together because they're all kids. And mm -hmm. it just warms, warms my heart that even though um, there are some who have some, uh, I don't know how to say this without offense, um, because it's not intended, I'm a retired RN and I love kids of all makes, but some of their physical appearances or mannerisms, um, utterances perhaps could be a little scary, um, but it doesn't ever seem to be that way when I've observed, they're just kids playing with other kids and I, I was hopeful for some support from them, um, but I didn't get any. But I'm happy to reach out again and see if they've got um, activities planned for this summer. Um, yeah, I, I could do that. I think I'd try email as opposed to personal one-on-one -on -one this time. <laughs> it was a trek. Okay, great. So uh, let's see. Um, Depending on how we want to do either it's a big event or multiple events throughout the summer, we do have 10 by 10 tents uh, and tables that we can provide for, for this. Um, and then, uh, you know, depending again, how you want to plan the event, um, we could partner with food trucks or maybe another organization around food. Um, but we can also take a look at our, our budget um, the, the funds we use to support engagement and see if, if we want to spend the money on that versus, you know, other ways to promote the event, et cetera. Um, I would like to, for, for, for this meeting, my goal is to kind of figure out what the next step is in terms of planning the, the event. So am I hearing that we would like to do like a, just one big kickoff event, or are we thinking about tagging along at these smaller events that different organizations are happening are having throughout the neighborhood. Hmm. What does everyone else think? 
What are the dates for the other events? Do you have any idea when they usually do it? No, Westwood Christian Reform is, has been typically three times in the summer, um, but they obviously didn't do it last summer, my recollection, certainly the summer before that, they didn't either. Um, um, we, could, we could provide assistance over the next week or two to kind of reach out to organizations to get that event calendar put together um, so we can take a look at all those options. I, I would, I would appreciate that. Yep. I'll be out of town for the next week completely starting basically tomorrow. Okay. I think that would be great if we could get that calendar. We have uh, contacts at Westwood Christian Reformed Hope and the Presbyterian Church. I can reach out to all of them. Awesome. Nice. Okay. And you nice. mentioned that the garage sale was the 20th and 21st? Yeah. Are both days... Are both days big? Is one day bigger than the other? Or does it kind of just depend on the weather? Friday is usually best if the weather's nice. Um, we do allow people to register for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And sorry, I have a, a loud kid. It's all fine. So Friday seems to be the bigger day if weather is allows. Yes. Well, you know, and Catherine, that might actually be based on your location because I would say I get a lot of people. I get a lot of people both days. It feels like that to me. Um, but I have those plants that everybody wants. <laughs> you have a unique thing, and that's part of. We also we do a registry, so people can register for what types of items they have, so they can connect the right buyers with their right the sellers that might have what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So that's just a unique piece of our neighborhood. Right? I just don't think that um, trying to manage a garage sale and then approaching people again about Westwood Neighborhood Association and IK 2025, um, that's a lot to manage. Okay. In one thing, if there was like a, a brochure or just a small flyer that says, um, you know, these things are coming this summer, pay attention, look for them. I think that would be mm -hmm. helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was one of the things that came to my mind is that I grew up in a small town and there was a billboard that they had in the neighborhood that just had the whole summer's events listed. I was wondering if there was some sort of place you could put a billboard or electronic sign. Yes, there is. It's on the wall, it's the whiteboard on the wall of the um, picnic pavilion that we're going to build in Fraze Park. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote me. It's just one of my dreams. So I, what I'm hearing is maybe leverage the garage sale weekend where we're um, to, to promote upcoming uh, outreach events. Uh, that sounds great. And I also think, you know, we can leverage those Sunday walks to do the same. Uh, so let's maybe take the next week to identify some of those e events that are coming up. Um, maybe for for late May, early June. Um, and uh, maybe we think about um, Commissioner Hess, I think it was you who mentioned that, you know, Dan um, worked with you all last year to um, have a kickoff event in the park. So maybe, we, uh, yes, maybe we do recreate that. Um, and maybe we have like movies there or something like that to bring, you know, to attract families there. Some of the things that people are already mentioning that they would like to see in the park, maybe we provide some of those activities there um, to get people to come. And then we talk more about the Imagine Kalamazoo process um, at the event. So let's... Um, Let's work on that, getting a calendar together um, that I can send over for everyone to take a look at. And then we can talk more about um, what makes the most sense in terms of what events you know exist, what we think the turnout's gonna be, timing, if it's just better that we kind of create our own event like we did last year. Does that sound good? It, it does to me. Um, I'm all about 
doing things the most economical way possible. So um, yeah, and to not burden anybody with the major putting of that all together as a single unit until, uh, so yes, piggy tailing onto other events is a beautiful thing, I think. Um, so you are going to reach out to those, the church organizations, some of them, and Catherine, you're going to catch the three churches you mentioned, First Presby, Westwood, and Hope. And I can actually reach out to Grace too. I've got a contact or yeah, I think it's Grace. I'll I have a contact Grace there Harbor. as well. Okay, yes. and I'll talk Grace to Harbor. I'll talk to Pastor at uh, First Methodist. Okay. okay, great. Um, so yeah, once we have that kickoff event or we're you know pairing um our outreach with an existing event this summer, uh, we'll get a sense from the community where we're at with the priority areas. Um, kind of adding that meat to the bones um, for those um, areas for us to really figure out what the goals are and to move forward with some clear objectives and strategies. Uh, we might do some light surveying throughout the community, again, to kind of bring back um, those strategies and objectives that we develop, just to make, just to confirm that we're still all on the same page throughout the neighborhood. Um, and then um, as we kind of move into that space of, you know, putting together a draft for the plan, um, I know that Christine in her email mentioned maybe creating some smaller groups where, you know, you all, whether it's a subcommittee or just kind of a focus group of residents and business owners in the area to kind of talk more specifically on one of the four or more um, areas, right? So maybe you have... Um, you know, a small group that meets for public spaces, they're meeting, 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 talking more and more about what those objectives and strategies look like, um, trying to figure out realistic um, timelines around those, you know, adding more details to all of that. So, you know, we can, let's focus on the kickoff, getting the events calendar together over the next week or so, um, identifying a good date to kind of, um, reignite everybody's um, passion around creating this neighborhood plan uh, and so that we can get um, over to the next phase of developing this draft. Now we are not going to really need to, or let me rephrase that, as far as safety, connectivity, public space suggestions go, um, what if, if I had a focus group for each one of those, then they could confirm or add to these lists of suggestions that are already on there, correct? And, yep. then, at the, and then at the time that um, that is through, then what? Select three or four as the initial ones to um, try to see through to fruition or, and then hold back on the rest in that, what do they call it? Not the dump truck. <laughs> parking lot. Parking parking lot. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I know that you had a parking lot, um, area, uh, in the last presentation Dan did, um, yes. with a handful of, um, ideas that didn't necessarily fit in these four areas. Um, I would say that the, how we prioritize kind of these individual um, strategies and objectives would probably be based on kind of the passion behind these individual strategies coming from the um, residents, but then also kind of the constraints, you know, taking into <clears throat> consideration timing and budget, right? So you might want to focus on some quick wins in the beginning that you know can be done within six months, a year, um, or things that we've identified can easily be covered by grants that you could go out for, um, or something that we can't, we're able to fit within the capital improvement plans um, of the different departments of the city um, that are coming up. For example, Parks and Rec are looking at their next CIP 
um, and they're um, they're planning on when they're going to do that community outreach coming up. So um, maybe that's where we're prioritizing some of those public space um, strategies in the beginning because the capital improvement plan for parks and rec is coming up, right? And we want to be able to kind of fit our um, strategies that we want to get off the door um, into that plan so they can be budgeted for, for the next five years. Um, you could, you know, there's a lot of, that based on the initial engagement that you all did, sounds like a lot of people are focused on having um, family-oriented activities, things for, you know, youth, um, specifically small children, um, but, you know, also a range across age. And so maybe you prioritize some of those things first because that's what a lot of people want to see. And because a lot of people want to see that, you build more momentum by getting some of those projects out the door because people are seeing what they want to see in their neighborhood. Um, and then that makes them want to be more engaged in the process to kind of push other projects across the finish line. So I think it really comes down to what are we hearing from the outreach events that we do? Um, this summer, um, and then the timing of these capital improvement plans when it comes to timing and budget. Does that make sense? It does. Um, one of the things on our list is youth, family, and seniors and integrating children with senior citizens and things like that. And um, so I have a suggestion that won't go over well. We can have a bunch of food trucks go over to Friendship Village and ask them if they would like to participate and join our little group because the answer will be a resounding no, probably, and that we're trespassing. Sorry. I have a very quirky sense of humor. <clears throat> but where well, there's life, there's hope. Yeah, maybe maybe there's some kind of partnership we can do with Friendship Village. Um, Bridge but I, building. I, I, don't I definitely... That. I definitely agree with you. I love being able to create spaces that are intergenerational. That's how we, that's, that's where we see the most effective um, outcomes um, get produced, right? Because we're making those connections across age. So uh, when we are planning outreach events, we're just thinking about the neighborhood plan overall. Um, I, I definitely, and are, I'm, I definitely am in support of looking at it from that angle we're there so again next steps for planning outreach events event calendar i'm going to help assist over the next week um we're going to think about what date makes sense to do the kickoff event and then we'll start doing some of those um outreach efforts to share to promote that event through sunday walks um through maybe the yard sales some upcoming events prior to our kickoff date ron you had your hand up. Um, well, um, I just wanted to um, close out the thing about the contact with the churches to find out what they've got on their calendar. I mean, I can I normally contact all the churches anyway, but I can work with uh, Agape and Bible Baptist and uh, Seventh Day Adventist, and then there's a new one right across the street from um, Westwood United Methodist, and I just made contact with them just recently, and so. You know, I think I have an open door with most of them that I can talk to them on the phone and get the calendar sent over or something so we can get that information. I mean, that's I call on about 160 churches in Southwest Michigan anyway. So um, I hit all these in Westwood. So, and anybody have a contact with the Islamic Center across from Westwood Christian Reformed? So I, I could I help, I could help okay. reach out to them um, for sure. I wonder, let me know if this feels good. Um, what do you think about me creating an Excel spreadsheet that I can share with all of us and we can update it with this information, like who's contacting who, what's the status, like did they answer your phone call, did they not get back? Is is everyone comfortable using the Excel spreadsheet? No. <laughs> Are you thinking Google Drive or actually Excel? Um, probably Google Drive so we can all work on the same document that probably seems the easiest um but maybe not i heard some opposition i'm all for it i love i love my google drive spreadsheet i'm not opposed i'm just highly ignorant and i'm, I'm right there with, with you and i work with an, an apple or an ipad not a very big thing it doesn't have a lot of guts to it 
So, um, but be that as it may, it can can you do a Google something or other on an iPad? You can. Um, you definitely can. And also, uh, Marty, if you feel more comfortable, you can always just share your updates via email to me, and I can load them into the spreadsheet. Um, I was just thinking about, man, Ron sounds like he's really connected and is going to like, you know, be contacting, you know, tens and tens and tens of organizations. So a spreadsheet might be easier to be able to like add all that um, information in. But if you feel like, you know, it's easier for you to just shoot me a quick email like, hey, I contacted so-and-so. Can you add that to the spreadsheet? More than happy to do that too. But But I, you can use your iPad, I mean, your tablet for it. Well, yeah. as long as there's instructions on how to get it started, I will do my best. I don't want to make it difficult okay. for anybody else. And if I get frustrated, then I will just send everything off to you. Okay. Um, I do think the Islamic Center is something that we do need to approach because um, they live, a lot of those folks um, live in the city of Westwood and my kids play with their kids and um, we we chat from time to time um, and they most definitely need to be included. So a personal reach out is definitely the way to go. I mean, I've always just talk. I go to the park and I talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm I'm more than happy to reach out to the Islamic uh, Center. And I also um, uh, will make sure when we're doing promotions that we think about translating it um, potentially into Arabic. Um, do you, do you guys feel like, um, there's a need to translate into Spanish for the neighborhood as well, or? Mm -hmm. no, I have not encountered no. anyone in the park who is not English speaking, but that doesn't mean it's not respectful to have that option. Okay. So maybe we just look into that more. I do know we have some uh, people who are primarily Spanish speakers in the neighborhood, but I don't okay. know a lot. Okay, well that's uh, that's good to know that there's there's some. So um, we'll I'll look into that more to see what what translations we need, um, and then I'll even you know when I reach out to the Islamic Center, I'll um, also get a sense if there's a need. Maybe everyone's you know most families are English speaking in the neighborhood. Um, so they don't necessarily need have that need. Uh, okay, great. So sounds like we got some action um, actions planned. Uh, really focused around getting that event calendar to, together. I'll send. I'll set up the Excel spreadsheet tonight and send that out to everyone um, for you all to take a look at. And Marty, if you have any questions, um, feel free to reach out. Um, okay. Any any other? Um, of course, this is my contact information. I, I now have, here, oh. I have something on the township side, right across from Indian Prairie is a little park, Shroud Park too, but behind yes. that is Westwood Little League. So I don't know how we can, and their season is what, May into a little bit of the summer? They open mm -hmm. up on Saturday. Yay. <laughs> great, great. That's good to know. Thank you. Um, sure. I think that's that's probably a good location to like um, see if we can do some promotion there as well. Um, and that, you know, I think that's a great location to capture feedback around like youth activities, um, parks and rec. So, um, OK, great. Uh, anything else? You have my cell phone here. Um, I can send this out um, later today, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, cell here. That's my work cell. Feel free to call or text me if you have questions. This is my office line. So when I'm in the office, um, I can answer that if you're calling there. Of course, this is my email. Any any questions? Were there any steps or any things that, you know, anything that we did not cover that you're like, oh, man, we need to cover before we get off this meeting? Jen, when, when you send out that email, could you, RJ, would, could you um, a, a do the um, PowerPoint as well. Could you attach that? Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. You'll and, get a copy. Um, yep. And if we come to a point where there's gonna be a kickoff event or a, a major event, um, Jim is happy to do another mailer to the entire neighborhood. So awesome. we make awesome. sure that everybody gets it. I'm actually gonna see what Jim thought about tacking on um, a sheet 
after because our, our when we send out the maps for the neighborhood sales we have a map on the front and then there's several pages of information on what's at each sale when that sale is open we could potentially do another sheet um, on that that has information about imagine westwood it would be another sheet of paper to print but um for for jim um but that would be a way to get some information out there as well if we have that information by i would need it um by let's see may 16th i would need that information by okay so if we do a one-page um flyer about imagine westwood that would be a great thing yeah, I could just tack it on to the end of that packet because we make that packet available to be printed by people. But for people who don't have printers, um, Jim makes copies available at his office for people to pick up. So awesome. That's really nice. I am curious. Did anybody else besides Catherine join or is that it? I think that was it. Okay. All right. So I'm missing two people from our, com our committee, but that's okay. You, and you'll figure out how to send the recording. I will. I will. <laughs> okay. Yep. I saved it and it's still recording. So uh, I just need to figure out where it, where it put it and uh, I will get it out um, to you. Um, you know, the other thing is we'll make sure that there's um, an Imagine Kalamazoo Westwood page, right? I know you all have your own stuff, but, you know, we, we try and keep our, our page on imaginekalamazoo.com not just for you, it is for you, but it's also for the greater neighborhood, our greater city, so they can see what planning efforts are going on in other neighborhoods when they're looking, kind of looking to those that have gone through the process, what they mm -hmm. did, some background information. So, um, and of course, Jay's lovely PowerPoint and this recording would, you know, we can put up there too. Okay, super. Well, thank, thank you everyone. I feel a little bit Jay. better. Thank you. Yeah. Take good care. Yay to the planning staff. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Thank you, staff. Hey Ron, do you have a second? Oh uh, yeah, they'll make cut us off though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just curious for 